0: Hey, this is Jeremy Rinke. I'm the pastor at Harvest Christian Fellowship in North Platte, Nebraska, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you today for joining us. I hope this encourages you, strengthens you, and blesses you. Enjoy the message in this series is we've been watching uh, clips from the the TV series, The Chosen, uh, again, which is about the life and and ministry of Jesus. And then we've just been learning some important lessons from the the clip or the scene that we we watched. You know, I always look forward to to this series every year because I I do. I really believe uh, The Chosen has just made the, the Bible come alive. And, and it really does. It has opened, I know it's opened my eyes to really just get a, a clear picture uh, of who Jesus really is and, and his heart. And I know that I'm already looking forward to next summer and showing clips from season three. So it's just around the corner. So it's going be, to be amazing. But just a, a quick review. So far in this series, we've watched uh, four different clips. Uh, the first week we saw Jesus reprimanding James and John uh, for wanting to call down fire from heaven to take out some Samaritan men who, who just... Spit on them and threw rocks at them, and, and Jesus, he, he reprimanded these guys, and he told them that as followers of Jesus, that they are to always be humble and to always walk in love. And again, I just think that's always such an important reminder for us today, especially in the times that we're living in. That as as, as followers of Jesus, we're to be humble and we are to always walk in love. Uh, the second week of the series, we saw uh, Jesus healing a a man who had been lame for thirty eight years. This man, he was unable to walk. He he had completely lost hope. And one day, Jesus, he showed up at the, the pool of Bethesda, and he healed this man, and he gave this man just a, a brand new life. Uh, the third week of the series, we saw Jesus uh, casting out a demon out of a man who was just in, in great bondage. Again, Jesus just simply spoke the words. He said, come out. And immediately, this man, uh, again, was just get set free, and he too was given a, a brand new life. And then last week, we saw Jesus just showing grace and, and forgiveness to Mary. Mary Magdalene, after she had royally messed up and and fallen back into her her old life. And and again, this morning, I don't know about you, but I'm so thankful for the grace and the forgiveness that that Jesus offers each and every one of us. Man, we all at times, we, we struggle, we fall, we mess up. But Jesus, he doesn't keep us down, but he gets us back up and he keeps us moving forward. Well, you know, because of just all the the things that jesus was was doing man word had, had spread about Jesus everywhere, and people from everywhere were coming to 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 see and to hear Jesus they wanted to to see this man who was performing miracles they wanted to hear what what he had to say well well season two of the the chosen ends with jesus he, he's preparing to to give this this message to this large crowd of people that were, were gathering to see him and, and as a pastor like I just so love and I appreciate this scene because really you see the the, the humanity of Jesus and, and you see what what we go through as pastors wanting to write these great sermons for for all of you you know in this scene Jesus he was kind of kind of struggling writing this sermon because he knew that there was going to be a lot of people there to, to hear him speak and, and he wanted this, this this sermon to be perfect you know he knew that this was going to be a, a a great opportunity to speak and delight delight. Lives of many people, and he wanted this sermon to have just a, a great impact, not only on those that were there, but on generations to come. And, and so Jesus, he was spending many hours uh, thinking and preparing and praying uh, about this, this sermon. Well when it finally came together, he was so excited. And so he went to to Matthew before he he delivered this message to this large crowd of people so that Matthew could could hear this this message, but also to write it down. Well this this sermon, it's called the the Sermon on the, the Mount, and it's found in Matthews chapter five through through seven. Well, the first part of the, the Sermon on the Mount is called, it's what we call the Beatitudes." And, and so this morning what I want to do is I want to read to you the Beatitudes. first part of the Sermon on the Mount, and then we're going to watch this clip. Hopefully you can see it. The clouds are kind of blocking the screen a little bit. I wasn't thinking about that, but we'll do our best. So Matthew chapter five verses one through 12, it says this. It says, "One day Jesus, he, he saw the crowds gathering, and, and Jesus, he went up on the, the mountainside and he sat down. His disciples gathered around him, and he began to to teach them. And this is what he taught them. He said, God, he he blesses those who who are poor and and realize their need for him. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God, he blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God, he blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. God, he blesses those who, who hunger and thirst for justice for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those who are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who who work for peace, for they will be called children of God. God, he blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things about you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. Let's watch this clip.
1: Matthew. Matthew. Bye bye. I've got it. Mm. The opening? Yes. What is it? A map. The what? Directions. Where people should look to find me. Okay. Give me a moment. Hmm. Have I? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. Yes, but how is it the map? If someone wants to find me, those are the groups they should look for. And then? You are the salt of the earth.
0: So Jesus, he, he begins the, this scene by telling Matthew that these, these beatitudes are a, a roadmap to him. He, he tells Matthew that if we're going to find him and if we're going to, to know his heart and his will for our lives, that, that we need to do these things. And, and these are the things that, that Jesus, he mentions in the beatitude that we need to, to be and these things that we need to do. He said we need to, to be poor in, in spirit. We, we need to be humble we need to hunger and thirst for righteousness we need to be merciful we need to have pure hearts we need to be peacemakers we need to be ready to be persecuted jesus said that if we we do these things that we will we will find him and and that these are the things that that we need to do and we need to be if we're going to be true followers Of Jesus and and this morning this is my my prayer my prayer for us is that that we would be and that we would do these things that Jesus he he mentions in the the Beatitudes and and so this morning I again I want to just give you three important lessons that I want us to to take away from this this morning there's an outline in your bulletin I want you to write this down the first lesson that we can learn from the Beatitudes is this is is that, that pride will will keep us from God pride will will keep us from God Again, Jesus, he mentions this, that this is a roadmap to him. And, and Jesus in this, this, the Beatitudes, he uses words again like poor in spirit, humble, hungry, and thirsty. These are the words that, that Jesus uses. And as you think about these words, these, these words, they, they describe someone who, who sees their, their great need for God. These words, they, they describe someone who knows that they, they desperately need God in their, their lives. And, and so in their, their brokenness and their, their lostness, they, they go to God understanding that he is the one who gives life. That he's the one who gives meaning and purpose. That he is the one that gives joy and peace. You know, the Bible mentions in Proverbs that, that one of the, there's seven things that, that God hates, and, and one of them is pride. Like, God, God hates pride, and the reason why, why God hates pride is because pride keeps us from him. You know, you think about the, the devil. The devil, he, he fell because of, of pride. You know, the devil, he wanted to be God. He wanted to be worshiped as God. And so it was his pride that, that separated him from God. And the devil, he has used pride ever since the beginning of time to keep man away from God. You know, the enemy, he tries to get us to believe that, that we don't need God. He, he tries to get us to believe that, that we're better off being in control of our own lives. And, and as a result of pride, It's led to the destruction and fall of man. You know, it says in in Proverbs 16, 18, it says, Pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before a fall. Pride. Man, it it causes us to to separate from God. Pride, it leads to destruction. Pride, it leads to uh, our fall. And so Jesus, he he tells us here in this this sermon on the mount, he he tells us in this this sermon that that he's he's teaching us how to to find God. He said, if you want to to find God, he said, you have to to be poor in spirit. You you have to be humble. You have to hunger and and thirst for for righteousness. You see, if we're going to find God, the, the first step is realizing that you need him. That you desperately need him in your life. You know, I know as I I get older, man, I just see more and more like how much I I truly need God in in my life. And in every area of my life. Man, I find myself just waking up in the morning and the first thing that I say is like, God, I need you today. God, I I don't even want to to get out of this bed without you. God, I I humbly come to you just saying, God, I, I need you today. And, and it's when we come to God poor in spirit, when we come to God hungry and thirsty for him, when we come to God just knowing that we, we need him. Man, God, he, he shows up. He's there for us. And he gives us the grace that we need to live each and every day. You know, James said this in, in James 4, 6. He said, God, he opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And, and so I just want to encourage you today to, to, to put away your pride. Man, be, be poor in spirit. You know, that's what poor in spirit, it means, God, you just realize that you need God in your life. Be, be poor in spirit, be humble, be hungry and thirsty for God. And as you do that, you'll find God. And when you find God, you'll truly live a blessed life. The second lesson we can learn from the Beatitudes is this, is that, that showing love and forgiveness matters. Showing love and forgiveness matter, matters. You know, in this, this roadmap that Jesus gave us to him, he, he, he tells us as, as followers of Jesus how we are to, to live, and he says that we are to be merciful and we are to be pure in heart. And again, this morning, I, I just want you to know that this love and this forgiveness thing, man, it's so important to God. This, this love, this forgiveness thing, man, it, it matters to God. You know, Jesus, in this sermon he gave us on the mount, he goes on and he talks more about this love thing. He talks more about this this forgiveness thing. And Jesus, he said things about love and forgiveness that that no one else had ever said. And and I want to read some of this to you. It's found in Matthew chapter 5, and we'll start reading with verse 38. Jesus said this. He said, you have heard the law that says the punishment must match the injury. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But Jesus said, I say, do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, offer the other cheek also. If you are, are sued in court and your shirt is taken from you, give your coat too. If a soldier demands that you carry his gear for a mile, carry it two miles. Give to those who ask and don't turn away from those who want to borrow. Jesus, he goes on, he says, but, but you have heard the law that says love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but I say love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In the same way, you'll be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you only love those who, who love you, what reward is there for that? Even tax, corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you're kind to only your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect even as your heavenly Father is perfect. Jesus, he he takes this love and forgiveness thing to a whole new level, doesn't he? Jesus, he tells us to love your enemies. Jesus, he tells us to to pray for those who, who mistreat us. Jesus, he he, he tells us to to turn the other cheek. Jesus, he tells us to to go the extra mile and and showing love to those who mistreat us and wrong us. Jesus, he tells us to show unconditional love and forgiveness. This is how we are to live as as followers of Jesus. We are to to walk in unconditional love and forgiveness. And, And the reason why is because Jesus he has shown you and he's shown me unconditional love and forgiveness. You know, the, the, the crazy thing is that, that none of us, we, none of us deserved God's love. None of us deserve God's forgiveness. But yet he still loves us. He still forgives us. And, and the Bible says this in Ephesians 4.32. It says, be kind to each other, tender hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. And so we are to to show mercy to others. Why? Because God has shown mercy to us. And and when we show mercy, when we show love, when we show forgiveness to others, you know what it does? It keeps our hearts pure. When we show love and we show forgiveness, man, it keeps our hearts free from anger and bitterness. And it keeps our, our hearts pure. And the Bible, or Jesus said in the Beatitudes, he said, blessed are those who are, who, whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. Now, I don't know about you this morning, but I want to see God. And I, I want to I see God, and I know that I definitely need God's mercy in my life. And so I just want to encourage you that today, show love, show, show forgiveness, to your enemies, to those who mistreat you, those who, who wrong you. Why? Because love and forgiveness, they matter. Man, love and forgiveness, man, that's what our faith is all about. And then the third lesson that we can learn from the Beatitudes, this one isn't as, as fun, but it's this, is that following Jesus will require sacrifice. Following Jesus will require sacrifice. You know, Jesus, he, he concludes these Beatitudes by telling us that as his followers, we're, we're going to be persecuted, mocked, lied about. We're going to have people say all sorts of evil things about us. Uh, that sounds like a lot of fun, doesn't it? But Jesus wanted us to know that, that following him was going to require sacrifice. Jesus wanted us to know that, that following him, it wasn't necessarily going to be easy or, or comfortable. You know, in fact, Jesus said in Luke 9, 23, he said, If any of you wants to be my, my follower, he said, You must give up your own way, take up your cross daily, and follow me. You know, if we're honest this morning, in our, our American Christianity, we, we like easy. We like comfortable, don't we? We like our, our comfy chairs. We like our air conditioning buildings, right? We, we like easy. We like comfortable. But, but the reality is, is that following Jesus, it, it will require sacrifice. It, it requires giving up our own way. It, it requires taking up our cross. Following Jesus, it means that, that we, we, we're highly likely that we're going to be persecuted. And Jesus, he he wanted us to know here in these Beatitudes that that any sacrifice that we make, any persecution that we may go through, he wanted us to know that, you know what, it's going to be worth it. He he wanted us to know that it's going to be worth it because one day we're going to get a great reward in heaven. You know, I think sometimes for all of us, we're guilty of just getting so caught up in our our lives here on earth, and and we forget that our, our ultimate home is in heaven, you see, church, this world, it isn't our home. Man, we're, we're just passing through. This is just a pit stop to a greater destination. And we need to always remember this. We need to always remember that, that whatever we go through on, here on earth will be nothing compared to the joy and the glory of heaven. You know, the Apostle Paul, he said this in Romans eight eighteen. He said, yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. I like that verse. That no matter what struggles we go through on earth, no matter what sacrifices that we make, no matter how much we may be persecuted, it, it will be nothing compared to the glory and the joy that awaits us in heaven. And so this morning, may we not forget that the, the sacrifices that we make here on earth, and, and may we not forget any persecution that we may go through, man, it's going to be so worth it. Because one day, man, we're going to get to spend all of eternity with Jesus forever in heaven. That sounds pretty awesome, right? That, that's, that, that's the good part of the story. And, and so this morning, I love the Beatitudes. And I want to encourage you, man, read the Beatitudes. Man, read the, the, the Sermon on the Mount. Because if you're wanting to know, man, how to, how to get to, to Jesus, if you're wanting to know how to, to live your life as a follower of Jesus, man, it's found there. It's found in the Beatitudes. It's found on the, the Sermon on the Mount. And, and that really is, it's a roadmap to Jesus. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for that roadmap this year that, that for us. And I just want to encourage you this morning. I love that. Man, be humble. Be poor in spirit hunger and thirst for righteousness, be, be peacemaker, be, be merciful. Man, that's how we're to live our lives as followers of Jesus, amen? Yeah. Amen, would you bow your heads and close your eyes this morning? You know, I think the, the greatest, uh, greatest revelation that any of us could ever have in our life is to truly understand how much we need God, how, how much we, we need Jesus in our life. And maybe for some here today, you you've been you've been searching, you've been you've been looking. And maybe for some someone here this morning today, your eyes have been open, and today you see. You're like, man, I, I know that I need God in my life. And maybe you're here today, and you want to humbly surrender your life to Him, and you say, God, I, I want to give you control of my life. And if that's you today, I want to give you that opportunity. And the way that we do this, the way that we give God control of our lives, the way we surrender our lives to him is by putting our our faith in his son Jesus and by making Jesus Christ the the Savior and the Lord of our lives. And, And so if you're here this morning, maybe you've never done this. And today you want to put your faith in Jesus and you want to make that decision to say, Jesus, today, man, I want to give my life to you. I want to follow you. If that's you this morning, I'm going to invite you to pray this prayer with me. Would you all pray this with me this morning? Say, God, I I humbly come to you today ready to surrender and give you control of my life. And so, Jesus, right now, I'm making a decision to put my faith in only you as I confess you, Jesus, as the Savior and the Lord of my life. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me for the first time, I want you to know that I'm so excited for you because I know that your life will never, ever be the same. I also want to encourage you to tell someone about the decision you made today, and then I want you to find a good Bible-believing church that will help you grow in your faith. I want to thank you all for listening to our podcast today. May God bless you, and may His face shine upon you.